There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Thursday, January 19th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Bennett Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. So today we're going to be breaking down a canned fish boom, which TikTok, it appears, is playing a big role. And we're also going to be talking about some news around Meta's nudity policies and what its board is looking to change. Juliet's got the lowdown there. But first, let's take a look at what else is going on in the world of tech and business today. Let's get crackalacking. All right, first things first, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella confirmed in a memo that the company will reduce its workforce by 10,000 people or around 5% of the total by the end of the third quarter this year. One thing, by the way, people seem to find interesting from his memo was his mentions of changes to the company's hardware portfolio in October on Microsoft's earnings report. Revenues from HoloLens, Surface, and PC accessories were bundled into devices revenue, and Microsoft warned that its next earnings due soon will see a big drop there around 30% to devices revenue. And Bloomberg reported that today's job cuts have hit the HoloLens division in particular, and we'll see how else these changes to devices plays out. Speaking of HoloLens, holograms, and Bloomberg, actually, analyst Mark Gurman reported that while you will likely see Apple's $3,000 or so mixed reality headset this year, Technical challenges have delayed the company's plans for lightweight AR glasses that had been hoping to release soon thereafter, but it's looking like they won't be dropping anytime soon. Moving along, Shell USA, which you probably know for its gas stations, is acquiring electric vehicle charging network Volta for $169 million. According to a press release, Volta's assets include an existing public EV charging network of more than 3,000 charge points at sites across 31 U.S. states and territories and more than 3,400 additional charge points in development. Interestingly, Volta specializes in generating ad revenue from screens embedded into these charge points. Moving along, some global news. China's population dropped last year for the first time since 1961, falling by 850,000 people to 1.411 billion or so. The birth rate fell to a record low also of 6.77 births per 1,000 people, down from 7.52 in 2021. So it's dropping pretty significantly. And HSBC's chief Asia economist, Frederick Newman, told CNN, the Chinese economy is entering a critical transition phase, he said, no longer able to rely on an abundant cost-competitive labor force to drive industrialization and growth. And as the supply of workers shrinks, 
productivity growth will need to pick up to sustain the economy. In other news, please know, not the OJ, this year, the Agriculture Department estimates Florida will harvest 18 million boxes of oranges down 56% from last year's already low yield and a 93% decline from Florida's peak output in 1998. This year, that means Florida's on track to produce fewer oranges than California for the first time since World War II. And Economics 101, supply and demand, less supply, and prices are going to be rising as a result. Also in other news, Twitter really wants users to pay for a blue check. It's now offering an $84 annual subscription, a 12% discount for Android users, 36% for iOS users. The company, by the way, saw revenue drop, according to the information, 35% year-over-year in Q4. And this is cool. NASA awarded $425 million over seven years to Boeing for the agency's Sustainable Flight Demonstrator project aimed at lowering aviation sector emissions. The funds will go to a transonic truss-braced wing airplane design that aims to reduce fuel consumption and emissions by up to 30%. Okay, so this is fun. Lately, I've been seeing on TikTok more and more videos about canned fish, canned tuna and whatnot. And it turns out, did a little more digging, there's a real story here, and it's become a really lucrative space, in part, uh, some believe, driven by TikTok. So what's the deal here? Turns out for quite some time, the canned tuna market has been in need of a tune-up. USDA data shows that between 1989 and 2018, per capita consumption plummeted 46% and more over that year. Bumblebee and Sarkis paid a combined $125 million after pleading guilty to price-fixing the tuna market, which is crazy. And in 2019, Bumblebee filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and agreed to be purchased for $925 million. So a lot's happened in the tuna market relatively recently. Not all good things, though. But new data shows a recent TikTok trend may have helped turn the tide by billing the pungent snack as a $20 a pop date night delicacy. In 2022, U.S. canned seafood sales jumped 9.7% to $2.7 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal. And niche brands have been especially prosperous in this time. I was reading about Wildfish Cannery out of Alaska that doubled its wholesale revenue last year. Vancouver's Scout Canning grew revenue 82% to $4 million. And this uptick, as I said, is in part attributed to influencers on TikTok, where the hashtag TinFish has nearly 27 million views, and search interest both there and on Google have rocketed. Ali Hook, a chef from San Francisco, makes a popular series of TinFish date night TikToks, which frequently rack up hundreds of thousands of views. Not everyone's a fan, though. Top comments say things like, new fear unlocked, and sounds like the worst day of the week. But TinFish, it's doing well, and it seems like this may be a trend that is here to stay for 2023. Okay, Juliet, so when I woke up this morning, I'm not going to lie, did not think we'd be discussing about something like this on the pod later today. But it is in the news, and we talk about the news. So tell me, what is the deal with this free the nipple news out of Meta? Yeah, so this has to do with Meta's oversight board. That is a group of 40 people from different backgrounds who advise Meta on its content moderation standards. And also a campaign we have long heard about called Free the Nipple, 
which basically is people arguing women pretty much can't go around topless. They're very limited in what kind of photos, topless photos they can post online. Men, they can kind of do whatever they want. And it's confusing for people who do not identify within that gender binary. So right now, uh, Meta's adult nudity and sexual activity guidelines state that female nipples, if they're uncovered, are not allowed, except in instances showing breastfeeding, giving birth, medical or health contacts, such as breast cancer awareness or gender affirming surgery or protests. Men, they can do whatever they want. And then Meta's content moderation system seems utterly confused by trans people, non-binary people, any chest that does not fall within that gender binary. Mm. Now, Meta's oversight board wants to overhaul all of that. And it started with an appeal. There was a couple. The couple identifies as transgender and non-binary. They said Meta had removed two photos in which they appeared bare-chested, nipples covered, while fundraising for one partner's top surgery. That's a procedure that removes breast tissue, and it is considered a gender-affirming surgery, which should be allowed on the platform. However, Meta received some reports, and its automated systems got involved, and it ended up removing the two posts, supposedly for violating sexual solicitation policies, which doesn't make any sense because they were fundraising for a medical procedure. So this got escalated to the board, which overturned Meta's decision. Meta also was like, hey, yeah, these posts were wrongfully removed. They restored them. But now the board wants Meta to revamp what it calls a convoluted and poorly defined moderation criteria. The board has three recommendations for Meta. Wants it to define how it moderates adult nudity after conducting a human rights impact assessment, which would involve diverse stakeholders. It would also wants Meta to provide more detail in its public facing guidelines as to what gets removed and why. And it wants Meta to revise guidance for moderation to reflect those details. Now, from the date that this decision from the Oversight Board was posted, which was the 17th, Meta has 60 days to issue a public response. Now, will this work? Um, it's hard to say. Obviously, something needs to be done because posts are being removed when they're not supposed to be. But moderation is difficult. We know that AI isn't always great at nuance. So hopefully Meta will be able to come up with a solution where they're not taking down people's posts, but they're trying to do things like uh, raise money for medical procedures um, and in a way that allows everyone to use the platform fairly. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Thursday and we'll catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.